Thursday, December 2nd, Week 1 of Advent, Malachi chapter 3, verses 5-12, through 12, Return to the Lord. Then I will draw near to you for judgment. I will be swift to hear witness against the sorcerers, against the adulterers, against those who swear falsely, against those who oppress the hired workers in their wages, the widow and the orphan, against those who thrust aside the alien and those who do not fear me, says the Lord of hosts. For I, the Lord, do not change. Therefore you, O children of Jacob, have not perished. Ever since the days of your ancestors you have turned aside from my statutes and have not kept them. Return to me, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. But you say, How shall we, how shall we return? Will anyone rob God? Yet you are robbing me. But you say, How are we robbing you? In your tithes and offerings. You are cursed with a curse, for you are robbing me, the whole nation of you. Bring the full tithe into the storehouse, so that there may be food in my house, and thus put me to the test, says the Lord of hosts. See if I will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour down for you an overflowing blessing. I will rebuke the locust for you so that it will not destroy the produce of your soil, and the vine in your field shall not be barren, says the Lord of hosts. Then all nations will count you happy, for you will be a land of delight, says the Lord. It's nice to see a promise from God that everything will turn out right. But maybe you listened and heard as I was reading along that this happens when the people turn to God and trust him with everything. The passage begins with God calling upon his people to return to him. And if God's calling them to return, we can assume, I think rightly, that they've turned away from him. But the question that the people give back to God indicates that they don't understand it that way. Because when God says, return to me, they say, how shall we return? They're looking for specifics from God. They are looking for God to tell them exactly what to do because they are not actually living the way that God wants them to. God says that they're robbing him. They come back with a question, how are we robbing you? And it becomes clear as we read and think about this passage that we can be just like these people. These are people that identified with God. They identified with their religion. They probably did good things. But over time, the good things that they were doing and the things that they identified with crowded out a relationship with God and their hearts had turned from him, even if they were doing good and right things. And so God says, you're robbing me through your tithes and offerings. In the Old Testament, there was a very clear and prescribed way that the people were to give. They weren't to shortchange their gifts to God. And in fact, the gifts that they brought, their tithes and their offerings, in some cases, went as a worship offering to God or a sin offering. But in other cases, some of the offerings would be given to the priests and the Levites to help support them. But in any case, what they were doing was they were shortchanging God. 
And so God says, you're robbing me. God says, trust me with everything. Bring everything that you have into the storehouse. Give it to me and see if I don't provide for you a hundredfold. The problem for us in Advent, and again, because it, for a Western person, is so caught up with the month of December being the month of Christmas, that we tend to think about scarcity instead of abundance. We think about what we don't have. We think about not having enough money for gifts at Christmas for our kids. We think about how can we get our kids the gifts that we know other kids are going to get. How can we provide? How can we give? How can we live in an abundance? But that abundance for us is recognized by the scarcity that we believe in and act out of. God calls on us to trust him. He calls for us to return to him based on total trust that's evidenced through giving. He calls us in this Advent season not to focus on scarcity as we determine it, but on the abundance that we have in him. As we wait upon Jesus, as we wait upon the Lord in this season of Advent, we can ask ourselves this question. What are you holding back that you can give to the Lord as a sign of repentance? What is there in your life right now that you have your claws dug into that you don't want to let go of, that that for you is your attempt to hold on to whatever abundance and it betrays your belief in scarcity that God won't truly provide? Can you let that thing go so that you can give it to the Lord as a sign of repentance, turning back to him and living in total trust? Thank you again for listening. If you found this podcast helpful, share it with a couple of friends and invite some others to subscribe to it. Feel free to use the the link below in the show notes to sign up for a faith circle. I'll be in touch with you about that or reach out to me with any feedback that you have. Again, thank you for listening. Be blessed.